And now, live from the pod shed in Burbank, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a comedian and extreme extrovert woodsman, which means that when she goes camping, she works hard to make a good impression on the trees. It's Renee Colbert. And he's a comedian who would like to turn this comedian-listener relationship into a real adult friendship. If you're all not too busy this Saturday, it's Kevin T. Porter. Tony, the Chillaxin' Thaxton, is here to take a break from all that hard rocking and Star wars And I'm your husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the Love Bus and saying hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little cauliflower <laughs> pizza crusts. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. That particular carbohydrate was, and you might be thinking cauliflower. That's not what I would call a carbohydrate, even though it does have carbs in it. But I, cauliflower pizza crust has more than just cauliflower, as far as I understand. I've not yet had it. That was sent in on Patreon by Patreon. Tamara Haddis, and then it was seconded by Alan White, who says it's tasty. Uh, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you can go for bonus stuff, uh, and pictures. And, you know, I feel like, I feel like I give the, the, the hard sell for Patreon every week and people are probably like, yeah, we know, bitch. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just going to trust that you guys know there's a lot there. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I would Patreon. like to say hello to my guests. Renee, hello. We know, bitch. That's not. <laughs> I wanted to. Were we, all, to were we supposed thing. to join you? I'm sorry. Oh, oh sorry. It. You guys want to all do it together? Get one, yeah. two, three. We, we know, know, bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was beautiful. I mean, the 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 content of it, not so much. Yeah, not as great, but Ooh. the camaraderie. It, was, hey. the it sounded. Lovely. The Hello. Welcome back. Thank you for having me back. Kevin T. Porter. Hey. Welcome back. Thank you. What is the T for? The T is Todd, which is my father's name. Mm. Yes. So it ain't nothing but a family thing. <laughs> I feel like, am I wrong that Todd is a newer name? Like, I feel like, were there Todd's a couple hundred years ago? I don't know, but there was one in the Fox and the Hound. Sure was. Oh, yeah. Sure, and a copper. Which one was it? Todd was the Todd. Todd was the Fox. And Todd is the fox. <laughs> well, welcome My back. My dad's hot is what I'm saying. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for yeah. renewing my uh, membership status to the Ev- club. Everyone loved you on the show. That's very mm-hmm. sweet. Lots of love for old Kev T. Port. L- I want LOL one way or another, whether it's lots of love or laughing out loud. Give me those LOLs. It's, it's both. It's both. Oh, yeah. it's very sweet. And I, I have more to say about that. When we, when we swing back around, Dequants. Hey, hey. I feel, and I don't think I've ever articulated this before. Uh, I've thought mm, it before. Mm-hmm. I think everything that you hold inside mm. and that is pent up during the week comes out in your intro. You yeah. really, you really <laughs> leave it all on the stage. Uh, nothing in the room. Whatever that phrase is. That's not amazing. He empties the tank. <laughs> yes. I really want to punch you in the face with my intro. <laughs> you know? Uh, sure. Well, you know, I feel like uh, I got to get everyone's attention. Oh, there's all this stuff out there that's distracting people, and mm. I'm just trying to say, "Hey, listen up!" 
<laughs> Are you talking about phones when you say stuff distracting people? Yeah. Everyone's on their phones these days. Yeah. Guys, hang up yeah. and hang out. Or like traffic, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you're in your car. Mm. Busy paying attention. Don't pay attention to yeah, that traffic. Traffic's such a distraction. Yeah. When you're what are you in your doing? Car. <laughs> hey, listen up. <laughs> I hate being distracted by traffic. Yeah. Let me concentrate on driving fast. <laughs> Tony Thaxton. Hi. How's it going? It's going. This just, is like our. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Oh, I was literally just about to force words out that <laughs> were nothing. So That's I felt I, I felt I needed to say something. That's what I do for a living. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm always like, is it going to happen this time for me? Is it going to happen? You're much better at it than I am. Well, thank you. And no, I don't agree. Compliment fight. Hey. Go. 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 <laughs> In one um, corner, we have Allison. What I was going to say was that uh, this is like our four Ooh. for all. Tam facts and me. Why would you do this to yourself? What? No, today it's our second episode, but the other one was long. It was. Do you have P. Holmes? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. There what was, are you saying? There was. Hang, it was Jimmy Pardo. He's great. There was hanging out before the podcast. Yeah. There was a podcast, and then there was some hanging out after the podcast. So I'm exaggerating. I'm just saying. Tony and I have spent a lot of time together today. It was. It was lengthy, but it was. It was a delight. He's it was really great. How do you make sure that you maintain healthy boundaries but while still having a positive relationship working-wise? Mm. That's a question. Have you never considered that? <laughs> healthy boundaries. We don't. <laughs> Did you get to take a dinner break? Or yeah, I went been... home for an hour, maybe. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Oh, so yeah. food and space apart. and Okay. Yeah, yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, y'all are fine. But we texted while, uh, while we were apart. The entire time. <laughs> I miss Which you. Actually is true. Are you not stay focused on that I traffic. Miss you, too. you got to text. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, when we were doing the chatteroo, that's my cute yeah, word for real chat, adorable. which is already a cute word. Already you know? adorable. Yeah. When we were, is chat short for chatter or is chatter long for chat? It's short for Chatsworth. Yeah. <laughs> we all when know. We were this. having yeah. our formal Chatsworth afterwards. <laughs> that's right. I did think. Oh, I feel bad if Tony wants to. Yes, what was? I just heard the interference as well. Yeah, yeah. wasn't me. Skidoo. Me. Let's see. All right. got a phone on Everyone's like shaggy. Who's, yeah. who's, who's phone is it? Whose phone is it? I have a phone. It doesn't need to be Turn on Turn it off. Mode. I don't know. Well, I didn't hear the interference. What does that mean? Oh, it went. It's yours. It was like this. Oh, you didn't hear it? It means it's you. Is that true? No. Oh. I like it. No. In fourth grade. It's like a hazing. In fourth grade, I was told you can't smell your own fart, which is patently untrue. Have you ever not smelled your own fart? No. It feels like I mean, you I've, can smell I've run it away from it. Right. Because you smell <laughs> so it. So, no. Yeah. Well, how would you know? Like, sometimes you fart and you don't smell the fart, but you don't know that that's not just a fart that didn't smell. True. Whoa. I feel like I'm in a dorm. <laughs> yeah. right oh, my God. Think Whoa, about man. Think about like, think about, about it. No, like, right. think about it. Right. But you still know you farted. Well, well yeah. I, I don't know if it's true, but I heard that if you, whoever smelt it, dealt it. Oh. I heard that somewhere. I don't know. And if then that's I true. heard that he who denied it supplied it. Mm, I, that sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's right. Yeah. These sound There's... like reliable sources. <laughs> right. These are all Bible verses. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> this is Proverbs. Yeah. So exactly. My christening. This yeah. is what they said. <laughs> that's why you're tearing up. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it brings back a lot of beautiful memories. So anyway, yeah, I was thinking that uh, a plane is flying overhead right now loud yeah thank really you is. bob hope we miss you every day <laughs> ah yes the uso uh, <laughs> have you guys seen the signs around town that say uh stop noise interference and they're talking about the planes how are they gonna do that 
Are we just going to no, issue everybody ear? There is earphones? something. There's something because they, okay. So my loud neighbors, which by the way, I've got an update on that too. Okay. The loud neighbors. When I searched next door or Burbank or like anywhere mm-hmm. for noise ordinances and rules, right. all that came up was just stuff about planes yes. and people freak. Is did the flight well, they, path change? They, they changed they, the flight path or ah. something. So, so are they now like now people are really upset because. Podcasts. Previously, it used to be quiet. Right. Now, <laughs> it was a bunch of podcasters well, raising the, hell. For the listeners at home, uh, Allison does live in an Amish community, and <laughs> they, they don't know what planes are yet. They no. do just see they those giant out. steel birds yeah. in the sky. Yeah. All these years, they still haven't figured it out. Yeah. You have to tell them <laughs> yeah. at some point. That makes sense, though. So what they're saying is change the flight path. It's they're like the saying... Amish live in that movie, that, that Shyamalan movie. Oh, Village. Is that what you the think? Village that people, they, they don't yeah. know about the outside world mm-hmm, at all? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. But sorry. changing the flight path would mean what? They just It just flies in a different... Like it just bumps it just out other cities? New, new yeah. houses are bothered by the noise that weren't previously oh. under the planes, right? So... I think that's all it means. We don't really get a lot no, but of if we, that, but sometimes. But if we're going to get a series of them during the recording of this, <sighs> well, that's... Maybe. But what if Southwest starts to sponsor the show? That'd be great. And then Ooh. you don't have to give them advertisement. We just have to be quiet when and it then you can do you can do your Patreon tiers and like group A. Oh group my God. B. Oh, that's so smart. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. That'd be tight. Perfect. So I posted a thing recently um, where I said that one of the challenges of having a podcast that's been going since 2012 is getting in front of new listeners. And if you're new, you know, like, how did you find me? And I was just curious. It turned in, it, it turned into the most pat myself on the back, feel good about myself thread. Everyone do this. Which which your podcast has been going for long enough that you can justify it and then do it because people will just pay you compliments Aww. like an endless and that was not what I was intending. Sure. What I was intending It was it was R and D. It was all research <laughs> yes, and development. But yeah. it really I really was just curious. Yeah. Um I was just curious like what works, what doesn't, and it was it was illuminating. What I really realized which is something that I should have now I'm just giving away my R and D. But yeah, here's well, here's what I discovered. Hey, we need it. We all yeah. have podcasts ourselves that Come need on, growth yeah. all the time. Pay. Right? We'll pay you. It's going on other people's podcasts mm-hmm. is generally how they discover you. Oh because- no! Now everyone's gonna go on each other's. Oh, podcasts. Yeah. Stop! Oh, no. You can't do it. Anyone does that is canceled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really thought I'll, I'll have interesting people on my podcast and then their listeners will come listen to them. And maybe a few if there. Yes, that happens. But the vast majority is just, yeah. oh, I heard you on this podcast. And then I started listening. I heard you. But so many people discovered me because of Gilmore Guys. Yeah, I saw that. We got tagged in that yeah. a few times. Yeah. Isn't I that funny? That's so cool. I mean, that's how the ecosystem, I feel like it's either word of mouth, which like, you know, how much can you rely on that? But it usually is like, everyone's already in the medium in one way or another. Right. And for a lot of people, anecdotally at least, because we started the same month that Serial did. Mm. So they were just looking for something to listen to after Serial. So they did ours. So it was like they had listened to two podcasts ever. (laughs) And I feel like a lot, most listeners have this experience where they start with one and then just kind of like octopuses out from that. Yeah. And then like, I heard this from this and I heard this on the next one. And like, it's, yeah, it's just links in the chain. Well, thank you. You're welcome. And also, I got a Can I Pet Your Dog mention. That's right. You so, get a bizarre albums show. mention? No, <laughs> no, I haven't been on it. I have not been invited. Nobody, nobody's been on it. Yeah, but 
I'm me. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we You know what? Exactly. You've got a point. Wait. What if in she this case, an album? Yeah, you have to make a bizarre album oh. to be on it, right? Because it's zero guests. Yeah. I, I was listening that. to it. I thought, I thought it was such a well-produced podcast. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. I You're appreciate welcome. that. You're talented. Did you, Stop just it. like Jimmy Pardo, enjoy the bite-sized length of it? The 15 minute? Yeah. Well, I was like, there is no fat in here whatsoever. Like, uh, in this case, Tony's making us a table. This podcast, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. This is like, hey. Sim City. Yeah. (laughs) In a way. Yeah. It's like playing The Sims. Where it's like, it simulates a like relational experience. But Tony's thing is like, I made you a show. Do you want to like listen to it? I have been doing a lot of thinking about this lately. And I don't want to, I don't want to butt into the compliment for Tony. If you want to soak that one up, (laughs) we could just all sit here silently for for That's the sound of an asshole that's about to be torn. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've been thinking a lot about this lately about, and I don't, this is like, this is like so much inside baseball, but just for a little bit, just the difference between the the highly produced podcast that's like, this is the production value of a movie or of a television show, or, you know, it's like, this is a project that I have crafted artfully and I'm handing to you versus something like this, which is just we're having a very natural conversation. And obviously, like, there's, it's not the same as just recording a conversation. There is, I like to think, art to it, um, behind the scenes. Sure. Yeah. But, absolutely. but it, it feels much more like a conversation. And, you know, what, like, so why do we have to memorize these scripts every yeah. week? <laughs> it's a lot of work. Hey, can you take that again? Like eight rehearsals. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> <Sorry. Sorry. Sorry. laughs> just take it again. Okay. Thank you. And why do we have to memorize these scripts every week? That's good. Can we, get, can we get a B? We don't usually do retakes, honey. I'm not comfortable <laughs> with this. Can yeah, I know. Just going? for safety. I'm sorry. Why the... do we have to memorize these scripts every week? That was it. That's that was it. The one. Yeah. That's we the one. Print. <laughs> Great. Wait. So the so the question is, which is better? <laughs> I don't think the question is just which is better. Fight, fight. It's more like, will this kind of, will my kind of podcast and like Jimmy Pardo's kind of podcast, will those get e- pushed out by the super well-produced no. one? No. no. no here's what, so. here's what I not. think is actually going to happen. No, Tony's is going to get pushed out. <laughs> Whoa. Well, not Tony's. No, wait. Tony. No, sorry. No. <laughs> to be fair, you were warned that it was yeah. about to get rough. I think there will always be space for these podcasts, but I feel like the space is going to get increasingly taken up by celebrities. Celebrities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause, mm. And the yeah. way to break in or like come up with the medium will be doing the produced thing, like the song exploder right. or the more like... Or ologies. I, yeah, right. or ology, something I, like that. I agreed to a point. I think that people are... Um, the thing about celebrities is uh, when you hear them just talk, oftentimes they aren't that interesting to talk to or to listen to. And so it's going to be... Yes, they'll kind of have their bursts, but ultimately it'll be people who have good conversation, who are funny and are good in conversation that'll keep going. I yeah, think. and I think Thank that, you, sweetie. I think that, hey. <laughs> oh, I was looking. I know, yeah, but I, I felt it. I felt you were You're talking looking about at us. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, and, and also there's like, they're just different, right? Like there's, there's a space for just uh, people who want to listen to shows where people are talking and then there's, you know, things that are. Yeah. Produced. Right, there's room for both. Yeah, I, I like both. I, I honestly, I honestly, even though I do a very heavily produced thing, I think 
I don't really listen to very many of those though. Mm, I mostly listen to this type of thing. I would compare it to like when watching TV, there's my, uh, you know, 30 Rock or Kimmy Schmidt, which I've seen 8,000 times and have them all memorized. And that's just where I want to go because that's where it's familiar and I like them and I know what's going to happen. But then occasionally I want to go watch something where I can educate myself. Mm. So I think it's, I don't know. I think it'll depend on the mood that you're in. I think it has to do with what you're looking Mm -hmm. for from the, like, are you looking, right, to be entertained, to feel like you're hanging out with friends, to relate. Exactly. Yeah. Or do you want something educational? Yeah. I think what's going to happen, though, is like, again, these will always oh, get produced. But in terms of like who gets the contracts and the deals and the minimum mm-hmm. guarantees mm-hmm. and all that stuff, that will shift over yeah, time, sure. I think. There will be less Karens and Georges coming up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, they became millionaires. And they already had careers, obviously. But there'll be less of that, I think. Right. If I was to predict. Right. Interesting. Um, you know what else is interesting? I got my ancestry results back. You did? Yes. Uh, I told you about my hack, right? Where? If Wait, you- did it come back and it said you're 100% that bitch? <laughs> <laughs> no, it said I'm 30 to 45% that bitch. Oh, wow. Okay. This is a Lizzo reference, you guys. Okay, so with ancestry, <laughs> and by the way, no one cares about this aspect, but I feel like it's genius. You you You... To send in your sample to have your DNA assessed, you have to spit into a tube. You've done this, Renee, right? Yes, I have. So slower. And it says you don't need – it really isn't that much saliva, but I still found it a challenge. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, wait a minute. I'll just think of food that will stimulate the saliva production. And then when that stopped working, I just went to the refrigerator and I started smelling various things and (laughs) jar of olives, you guys. Did you Jar come back 50% olive? Is that, <laughs> exactly. Is that what happened? Yeah. It's, it said you're 25% pimento. <laughs> anyway, okay. So it was fascinating. I found out some things about myself. Now, I don't know if everyone in the room knows the craziness that is my background, which is, and I know this sounds impossible to believe, but just you just have to believe me. <laughs> I did not know I was Jewish until I graduated college. (laughs) Now, how could you not know? Your last name is Rosen. You look Jewish. You have relatives that perished in the Holocaust. All the all the big, you know, main Jewishy things. This is like a reverse Rachel Dolezal. (laughs) Yes, yes, and I don't. It's because my dad told me we weren't. Okay. And I didn't think he would ever lie. I mean, there's there's layers upon. I didn't think he would ever lie to me. Um, I truly believed he wouldn't. And the explanation, cause my questions would get more like pointed. Um, and the explanations would get more and more confusing and fuzzy. So at a certain point, I'm like, mom, can you tell me again how this is? And she goes, Oh, you'll have to. And I thought I was just going to hear the same thing I've always heard. And she's like, you'll have to ask your father. Right. And I was like, Oh my God, there's something here. And it's uh-huh. a long story how it all came out. But anyway, of course I'm Jewish. It's a, it's a real long story. Anyway. Turns out, though, uh-huh. I'm only 98% Jewish. Give me that other two. What's that 1% other two? Germanic. Okay. 1%, per- 1% Turkish. Ooh. We may have okay. to remove this episode if Trump wins in 2020. <laughs> yeah, right. So there's no... When Trump wins in 2020. <laughs> no. No, I'm doing the reverse of what we all did in 2016 <laughs> oh, when we oh, kept making jokes yeah. like, oh, yeah, when Trump wins, la, 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 la. But I'm saying, like, for real, guys, right. he's going to win again. Yeah. I'm not kidding. <laughs> so then if I'm wrong, I don't look like a fool. Smart. Yeah. So I don't know where these other 2% came in, but okay. my dad's 2% right. <laughs> but uh, so, th- and also it's awesome because you can you can see like a bunch of 
second, third cousins, fourth, sixth cousins. People who've like done it through ancestry is that like how I, do they know? Yes, I assume that's how that's, that's how they wild. have the information. Yeah, and they've opted in, so they they've opted to make parts of it public. Um, and so I go look at their family trees. And it's crazy what they have at Ancestry. I I didn't do the the DNA thing, but I ju- I just signed up for a few months and because I wanted to get a family tree sort of started, f- mm-hmm. fill in some of the blanks that I didn't know about for the for you the boys. Do it. And it's like they have you know like documents like yeah. f- from hundred years ago, you know, with signatures from right. grand great grandfathers. It's crazy. Yeah, all sorts of stuff on there. It's yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Like transport lists. Um like oh, they bought a home and they right. live here and here's the you know, oh marriage certificates, death yeah. certificates, birth records. Wow. It's amazing what they have. Um and yeah, it was really cool. So like I mentioned my mom's grandparents died in the Holocaust and I know my mom's no, my grandma's maiden. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is relatives that I didn't know existed, I could find them in other people's family trees. Wow. Yeah, so it's crazy. Uh, and I'm excited to know this. And also, kudos to my dad for being 2% correct. <laughs> Sweet coods. <laughs> Go to Ancestry.com slash podcast today for 20% off your Ancestry DNA kit. That's Ancestry.com slash podcast for 20% off your Ancestry DNA kit. Ancestry.com slash podcast. Um, okay, so... How much did I talk about the loud religious neighbors that I have? Did I talk about that at all on the show that you were on, Not Kevin? Not last time, Okay, no. because a lot of people were like, you got to get Kevin to try to talk to them. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Kevin, you're in. I speak Christianese. <laughs> That's right. I can uh, put in terms to understand. <laughs> what does that what mean? Saying. Like give them some Bible verses? Christianese? Or yeah. just, well, Christianese generally refers to phrases or words that only Christians use or mostly Christians oh use. God. So I could put it in like, how would I say it? The one who dealt it first. Smelt, Smelt it. it dealt yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That Bible phrase. Yeah, in Second earlier. Opinions 4. Um, <laughs> but I guess I would say something like, I don't know, like maybe we can be more intentional with like and, and more grace filled with how we treat our neighbors and being a good neighbor or something like that. Like I could talk to yeah. them. It depends. Like where are you in the conflict? Well, so the conflict we've made, we've taken a lot of steps forward. Okay. And on the one hand, I'm thrilled because it'll be quieter now, but podcast wise, I'm like, damn, there went. I don't, I wouldn't even refer to it as a drama. conflict right now. Well, let me just update everyone. So I got to give Kevin the background. Uh, Renee, you know it, right? Yes. So, Through Instagram stories, I believe. Okay. Yeah. We have neighbors. It's two couples. The men are pastors and their wives live there and there's a baby there as well. And now everyone two has- Two couples in the same house? Yes. Yeah, thank you. That <laughs> was my- huh. What kind of pastors? I don't know. <laughs> and so, right. These, a lot of, there's a lot of questions. They're very young. Okay. Um, so the- No women, children? A baby. Oh, one baby. Oh, one, yeah. one little so baby. the women came over one time to introduce themselves and to let me know they were going to be having a youth, a young adult mixer for their church that night and there was going to be some music. It's a Wednesday night. Yeah. I need to know the church. I do too. And then I can then I, proceed from there if I know like the culture of the I, church yeah. and what they're about. Yeah. I thought they were going to invite me and I'm like, yes, I'm in because I was so curious about Oh yeah, their living situation. But they didn't invite me. They were just telling me there's going to be some music that's going to be over by nine thirty. And then I heard 
a PA and a sound check. Oh. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Um, so anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, switch foot. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you to move. <laughs> so it's been getting louder and later for the last minute. It's every you Wednesday. Ask them every to- Wednesday? Yeah. I, so I went over there before it started when I heard the sound check and the live music. And I'm like, you know, just, just so you know, and the women were already gone, but then I met the guys and I'm like, it, you know, just so you know, the kids rooms are right here. And I pointed and it's like, right, right where they are. I'm like, so if there's any way, you know, they go to bed at eight 30. So if there's any way you could just sort of, you know, quiet it down a little uh. bit or move it inside. And one of them was sort of hesitant. So I don't like him now. And the other <laughs> one's like, Oh, we can definitely work with that. Yeah. So I'm like, good. So anyway, though, it has been getting it. I refer to it as a religious frat party mm-hmm. because it doesn't sound like prayer. It sounds like <laughs> I, lo- I love loud prayer <laughs> yeah. when I hear it. It's just like, woo, like that kind of stuff. Oh, boy. Not in, and not in a like moved by the spirit rapture way is this, either. Is this youth group like this is like high school kids well, that they're so having over? It seemed to be young adults, but mm. then one time I looked over and it that one night, it I swear they were like, for 14 year olds maybe okay i don't know why i developed a stutter on that word yeah i think because i couldn't decide if i was saying the idea 12 of a 14 year old is so just, disgusting yeah. Yeah, to you exactly. that you couldn't spit oh, it out God. <laughs> but it doesn't make sense that some nights they'd be older than that but i swear it's unless that is the location for multiple kinds of events i don't know but i was getting angrier and angrier thinking like they selected this house because they thought it could be a party house and then i had an imaginary conversation with myself regarding them with them but in my own head where I went over Daniel looks like he wants to die by the way or divorce me <laughs> no it's it's alright I'm fine <laughs> oh, oh. I don't know we'll talk about boundaries it. later yeah <laughs> so I for some reason the, the 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 story is making me anxious I'm not sure why well because oh. it's your life no but it is it because you're worried right? that they're gonna hear it no I'm worried uh, you've already told the story before <laughs> Oh, oh, on the pod, but but Kevin hasn't heard it. I haven't heard it, and okay. I'm do a po- I do a podcast that one person likes, and it's Kevin. Oh, good. <laughs> hey, I Please, love it. I'm I love it so much. <laughs> there might be new listeners. They might have heard of me from Gilmore Guys. <laughs> Hi, new listeners. Hey. <laughs> Old listeners. Or we Sorry. Could, we could do an editing thing where we just cut to the end of the story and then I start giving the my the, take. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. We could do, yeah. we could do either if, or. Let's find out if we do that later. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we definitely didn't do that. I didn't share this part. So I imagined going over there and saying, is there any way you could just have the party inside? And them saying, no, we can't because our baby's asleep. And then me murdering someone this didn't happen though i gotta know what church it is i gotta know (sighs) so long story short daniel i'm getting to the end i'm no i'm i'm with you don't read into my look daniel's <laughs> getting to the that. end too yeah. of his rope. <laughs> no no i'm i'm riveted so anyway <laughs> one night it went till like 10 15 10 30 and it was loud so Daniel went over to talk to them and we did decide, I did decide, let's I think Daniel should go either of the both of us or Daniel, because I just feel like they're going to respect the dude more. Um, I don't know if that's true or not, but anyway, he talked to them. They were super nice about it, mm-hmm. super respectful. And then the next time they had the party, it was much quieter. I'm and not it was sure they even in their had back. It. They did. They did. Yeah. Cause I heard it when I was out here. I didn't hear it from inside. I mean, our they, house. they, I, yeah, I actually didn't we know that. that yeah. I thought they hadn't had the party. And then I felt 
guilty because I'm like, well, I didn't mean you had to cancel the party. I know. Daniel said to me, next time I see them, I might tell them I didn't mean they had to cancel it. I'm like, let's not go that far. Let's Let's not get carried away. I think it's the PA system in question, right? We don't need to do that. Uh, I don't know what it was, but they were, it was so quiet. She said there were some people that, you know, she's like, yeah, there's a couple people that get out of control. I, I was. You know, I was like, I don't want to be that guy, you know, and, but, you know, we have two kids. But I was like, like Lady Macbeth over here being like, be that guy. <laughs> it's different when it's your family. If yeah. it was just you two, but yeah. you right. got a kid. But they and, had a kid. They understood. Own, they were, they, look, the thing the is, they were like, oh my God, if we're too loud, just come over. I think a lot of times in neighbor confrontations, you build it up in your head mm-hmm. and then you're just like, oh, and it's like, if you just go over and, treat the person as though they actually are a decent person yeah. you assume they're a decent person nine times out of ten they're a decent but now sometimes you do get an asshole but like usually they aren't mm-hmm. they just don't know yeah right well right. we can pray for them on the podcast yeah, real should quick. we do that real quick <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah let's do that. <laughs> so that's the, your uh, eyes. okay so that's okay let's close our eyes how do you pray <laughs> How do you? Uh, mm, so you oh put your gosh. hands together right? in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. Father God, mm-hmm. the one true Lord Jesus Christ mm-hmm. that we all believe is the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Um, we pray that you put a hedge Nobody's of protection. Eyes are closed. Is this going to work? No, Everybody's my eyes are closed. Around. Okay. A hex Did you not of protection. I, I, were you I was, your eyes were open, Renee. I, when you eyes, made me open my eyes. <laughs> my <laughs> eyes were closed, and I was making a and little you were yeah doing it. church okay. hands, like a little precious I, moment with yeah. Irene. On this, okay. I'm sorry. Well, I, I, wait. Did you put a hex of protection? <laughs> No, no, no. Okay, so this is a Christianese. Mm, You've heard this. I have. Hedge of protection. A hedge of protection around Allison and Daniel. Like a plant? Eh, Like a force field. Yeah, uh, yeah kind of like a plant. Like a moat. Like a maze. Like a like a holy maze. Wait, why like does Renee know this? <laughs> <laughs> no, not like God that. God does not put a douche around Come you. on now. A holy douche. Because <laughs> uh, I grew up super religious. I must have known I this know. and forgot. Like easy religious. Uh, we were free Methodist, which means uh, this it wouldn't fly now. Uh, but the preacher would come in and he'd say, hey, guys, be nice to each other. And then he'd play Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror. Uh, and then we'd have a potluck. Oh, mixed messages. <laughs> that sounds fun. It was great. It was yeah. great. But then there was a lot of youth group stuff and a lot of hedges mm. that needed to protect us. A lot of prayer. hedges. Were you afraid to lose your virginity? <laughs> I'm afraid yeah. of this. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm, probably, uh, right? True love weight stuff? A little bit. You, certainly, I was listen, a little underdeveloped. Oh. Was worried I was asexual for a while. I just didn't like boys until like mm. 19. And then I gave up. And I was like, eh, he'll understand. <laughs> but maybe I phrased that wrong. Yeah. What I mean is, did you believe it was a sin to yes. wait? To- yeah, for a while I did. Yeah. I got over it. It's fine. <laughs> but you also got married young. I did. Yeah. Now, did That's you know him work. from religious? Uh, no. No, no, no. no. Not okay. We went to high school together. How got old were you when you got married? 19. I didn't know. Jesus, No, you guys. That's not going to take. It sounds That's like you. Stick. It sounds like you really recommend yeah. <laughs> that age as the, no. the prime one in to get married. very weak defense, every single person in my family got married uh, between 19 and 21. Wow. Isn't that wild? And I'm the only one that didn't take. It was genetic. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Until now, Wait, yeah. you broke I, you broke the cycle. I want to share something about this, but I don't know because we did um, a couple deep dive Patreon episodes yes. about your relationship history, which are fascinating. Yes, and I want to share something, but I don't know if it's just for Patreon. Um, so I'll ask you a question. You can answer it as you see fit. As I see fit. How did you feel about the marriage as you were 
uh, like headed down the aisle. Yeah, no, I think this is common knowledge. So I, I have a bit of a need to please. Uh, and he is great. He is a super, super good guy. But we were 17 when this happened. Uh, and so he proposed. And at that moment, I was just like, I'll tell him no tomorrow. I'm going to say yes right now. I'll tell him no tomorrow. And then I carried that on for about five years. I know. Oh, wow. wow. I know. But he was great. He was wonderful. But uh, I know. And then eventually, like around year three, I was like, this is great. This is this is wonderful. And then it fell again. Why did you feel the need to go through with it? Because uh, d- I was too far into it. Because okay. I was going to tell him no tomorrow, and then plans started coming into play, and then I'd moved to Los Angeles. So and- this is a procrastination issue. It's a procrastination. It's like, oh, I need to run that errand, but I'll do it next week. <laughs> exactly. And I think it was a fear of losing him. Yeah. Uh, so I was just waiting for the, like, if I can find the right words to, like, get this to keep going, but not have to marry you, so, then we'll be fine. So what did you finally say to to break it up? Sure, I do. Uh, and then we were married for three years, and uh-huh. then uh, and then we both as uh, as it happens when you don't know how to communicate properly, everybody cheated on each other. And, uh, and now is it, it is uh-huh. is getting a divorce really difficult? No, because you have no money, so it's real. Is, is, is there like a lot of paperwork? I'd like out of this. Um, <laughs> like how long does it take? <laughs> I see what you're doing. Daniel's taking notes right now. Oh my god! <laughs> Weird how you always obscene. ask this about guests. Yeah, no, no, but if we could just spell, I'm taking some notes in yeah. a good place. I mean, just like how long between when you say <laughs> and when you're actually free. Uh, Let me know if this describes it. And it may not. I think it does. But something I've heard uh, a lot and something that's really stuck in my mind, and maybe is the reason uh, for my current status now, is that being with the wrong person is infinitely worse than being alone. Is that true? Yes. N- now, you don't know it when you're in it. Right. But then afterwards, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But you don't know it when you're in it. When you're in it, you're like, of oh, no, this is definitely better than being yeah, alone. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Have you heard the people who live alone? Yeah. They got nobody to go to bed with. But it's that's like a thing you, you've bad. been working on being okay with being yeah. alone, right? Yeah. It's been great. Uh, yeah. It took a while to get there, but now it's been real good. But then you have to worry about being too okay with being alone. Yes, and Which that's we, happening. We right talked now. about that yeah. last week yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Kevin got to be on Can I Pet Your Dog? Oh, wonderful. Mm-hmm. He was a home run. Who yeah. would have guessed? I stayed there too long. Not true. Talk too much. Not I true. saw that you're trying. You're trying to establish your best friendship <laughs> with the dog that we're all trying to establish. Oh, our oh, with. the tugboat wars yeah. in 2019. Yeah, it's on. <laughs> it is so on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good it's big. I don't know who's gonna win but uh, I like the race Tugboat is quite famous because Renee and I went to Tony's birthday party where we were chatting with Katie Levine true uh, and she I'm trying to think for people who don't know who that is how do I describe her she's used to be a producer at Nerdist she and produced, now she's, she mm-hmm. produces a number of podcasts yeah, yeah. Um, and I know her from back in the Corolla days mm-hmm. but anyway Afterwards, she texted me and she was like, I didn't realize Renee is the one who has Tugboat. If I had, I wish I had known that. I would have talked about him. Oh, that's oh so my God. sweet. He's so cute. That's so nice. She loves him. He's a good boy. Tugboat's like getting his too. own podcast. He really, yeah. Oh, yeah. The first dog-hosted podcast. Guys. <laughs> you guys, did you know that socks are the number one most requested item in homeless shelters? Yes. You did know this? I just... 
wanted to chime in with something. <laughs> Tony's well, showing off her company. Yeah, okay. Bombas is on a mission to change that. They've created the most comfortable socks in the history of feet, and for every pair of socks purchased, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. Designed with special comfort innovations, colors, patterns, lengths, and styles, Bombas are perfect for the whole family. Get your hands on a pair of Bombas socks and your feet will thank you. The first time I tried them on, I was like, why have I ever worn other socks? Mm-hmm. They really are so comfortable. They have like a special... Well, they have special arch support and a seamless toe and a cushioned footbed that's supportive but not too thick. It'll make you hate the rest of your socks. I like to describe myself that way too. Comfortable (laughs) footbed? Well, supportive but not too thick. Oh, (laughs) yes. That makes so much more sense than cushioned footbed. I can be that too. I can be whatever you want. Whatever you need. Leave me alone. Tons of different colors, patterns, lengths, and styles. Bombas also make the perfect gift for everyone on your own list. Uh, Save 20% on your first purchase when you shop at bombas.com best friend that's bombas.com slash best friend to save 20 percent bombas.com slash best friend um i need to know more christianese oh gosh let me go down the list if i got it i mean uh do you know anyone that uses the word intentional no like we need to be intentional what together. is that maybe i do I, I, what does I that feel mean like that bleeds into corporate speak a little intentional okay well, okay. Well, then, speaking classes. of that, do you hear people describe group context as corporate settings? Like whether it's personally or corporately, we need to do this. Oh, oh wow. no! I don't know. Okay, that's Christianese. What is corporate what, stuff? What is intentional in that context? Uh, intentional is like when you're describing a relationship and there's like a virtue you want to put in practice, but it's like hard to. So you say, "I don't know, guys. It's just one of those things we need to be really intentional about and like really try to blah 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 blah." So like being intentional with your life being intentional with your time with your marriage with your being intentional at work stuff like that it's interesting because it's it's not that dissimilar from like corporate sort of productivity stuff oh yeah like synergy like yeah, yeah. It, it is like there's a venn diagram of like yeah the corporate right and, and, and the so Christian how speak. is how is the Christianese use of the word corporate what does that mean corporate just means a group setting oh so wow. like uh and I, is that biblical? That must be in the Bible. I think so. Yeah. 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 That seems about right. And uh, I think there is like a third or fourth definition, Merriam Webster's, where it's like bad right. groups or something for right. the word corporate. Right. Interesting. Community we used a lot. Mm-hmm. Similarly, Catholic can have a non religious use. It can? Yeah. I remember Kevin Smith used it. Like, oh, that's too Catholic of me, but he didn't mean Catholic. It just means oh. like guilty or guilt filled or something like that. Or- <laughs> yeah secretive um no i ah, too catholic maybe like too adhering to a set of rules or something Hmm. including a wide variety of things all embracing Hmm. oh that's the opposite of what i meant Hmm. (laughs) well he used it wrong is is do they use it in a sentence or anything including a wide tastes are pretty catholic her what are Tastes. Oh, sure. Okay. Didn't hear that. It was wide variety. Like her tastes in religion are pretty Catholic. She likes all the religions. (laughs) Yeah. What does it mean again? Including a wide. Including a wide variety of things. Hmm. All embracing. What? I wonder. Crappy dictionary is this? Yeah. Let's Uh, just. Are you sure you heard Catholic? Right. Yeah. Okay. Another Christianese phrase that gets tossed around is is describing things in seasons. (gasps) I was just gonna you really? if that's biblical really? yes uh, i mean not biblical. I, mean, I was just gonna ask if that's religious because well, the first time i ever heard that was um hashtag 
<laughs> yes. And the second time was hashtag Al. And I remember on the Thursday show and I remember um, being like, I wasn't familiar with that. And he's like, oh, you're not familiar with that? Yeah, like a season of life. And then ever since then, I've noticed it and thought, is it regional or is it a religious thing? So wait, how do you mean? So, okay, say we're in Bible study right now and someone's going through a tough time mm-hmm. and then I'm like, uh, Renee's going through a tough time and I'm like trying to comfort her. And so it's just a season right now and yeah. like the Lord puts us through this season so we can learn such uh, and such. So it's just like an indiscriminate length of time. A lot of reaping, of a lot of yeah. sowing, a lot of harvesting. Like a phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah, basically same phases. There's a lot of like, just these are phrases, but then they have concentrated use within certain Christian communities. So are these tells if someone uses them? I think so, because usually I think I can tell if if someone is currently involved in a certain kind of evangelical church, like, yeah, it is like a red flag of like, wait, what? Like just, just like a phrase or something that most people wouldn't say when they use it in the conversation. Have you ever been thrown off? Cause this has happened to me by being like, okay, I've got them pegged for a yoga instructor. And then turns out they're Christian. Oh no. That'll that's get never you happened. That's, that's happened to you. Oh, get you. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Or like a heart issue. I think it's a heart issue. So oh, like what does that, that mean? That means something where it's like it's not a circumstantial issue, something outside of you that is out of your control. It's like it's something that you you can correct in yourself, like something to do with your integrity, your character. It's a heart issue that you can correct within your own heart. God, my grandfather had a heart issue. (laughs) Oh boy, (laughs) I know there's different kinds. The number one killer in America right now is heart issues. (laughs) But now is not everything because. So here's, again, the Venn diagram of, like, psychology and self-improvement. Because in the world of self-improvement, everything is a heart. Everything is, like, generated from inside you, right? Mm-hmm. So what would be an example of not a heart issue? Poverty or something? Uh, something where... Cheating spouse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something where it's, like, external actions that you have no control over. Got it. So, like, other people or they are, like wherever the political landscape is at the time or something happening culturally or like at your work, blah, blah, blah. You know, something that just you have no yeah, authority over. There's a lot of similarity in the, in the thinking between, it seems, between the, what you're talking about and then just general, you know, self-help, new age stuff. It's just that it is based on the Bible and the other stuff is just based yeah. on... Tony Robbins. You know, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, and I and uh-huh. I'm I'm describing like a certain flavor of Christianity and evangelicalism that's probably been prevalent in the last fifteen to twenty years, right. which of course must be appropriating from self help yeah. stuff, mm-hmm. from psychology speak, and like, and you can even see as the normalization of therapy has happened more and more mm-hmm. in culture that then slowly but surely a lot of evangelical churches will just kind of like cumulatively add or like kind of retcon a lot of bible talk into like therapy talk and vice versa like yeah it's all the same and yep and so it's yeah it's definitely like a piecemeal of other especially cultures. if you're trying to recruit people you know it's like a it's an easier transition if it's stuff you're familiar with or ideas yeah, that you're exactly. more comfortable with right yeah. okay let me ask if you guys have heard this phrase before do life we're just we just need to do life together have you heard this yes okay yeah. you've heard yeah has anyone no. else heard this just in the in the corporal or not the the uh, carceral context. Okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> ten to fifteen or life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like maybe <laughs> I heard it on crashing. Well, that makes sense because yeah. he was racing yeah. right. all that. Yeah. Tone yeah. zone. 
I don't think so. Do it doesn't life. sound like not familiar, but I, yeah. Doing life together. It's mm-hmm. like we need to be in community with each other. We need to be involved in each other's lives and bear each other's burdens, blah, 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 right. things like Do that. Do the Love business of life. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have to say, all this, as much as like we're gently, uh, I don't even think we're mocking. We're, we're, we're putting air quotes around it. We're not mocking it, are we? I don't. I'm not. We're, as much as we're gently... Um, Curious about it. Yes. It all sounds like really good stuff. So why is it so awful? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I keep asking myself. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's because this is a certain kind of... Fl- I mean, we could get into like... The dark side. Yeah. yeah, and that's the stuff I'm not really that familiar because right. it wasn't so much what I grew up with. But, you know, stuff in like more charismatic traditions. It's like with Scientology, the first, you know, five to six levels, it's all good self-help stuff. And then you learn about volcanoes. Yeah. <laughs> and I do want to make that clear. Christianity is Scientology. Yeah. Basically, yeah. it's There's kind of a one for one. It's basically not. all about volcanoes in the end. I also think it's like working with a personal trainer. And Renee can speak to this because she was a personal mm-hmm. trainer. I've only had one experience with it. Yeah. But at the beginning, I never felt more powerful, strong, limber, fit. (laughs) Like, I can do anything I set my mind to. I'm a machine. Oh, my God. I suddenly understand why people get into exercise. I never never understood the desire to move a body. Right. (laughs) But all of a sudden, I was like, I was like, you will. I can do it. I can totally do it. (laughs) All of a sudden, I was like, oh, I get it. It's like you set these tiny little goals for yourself and then you do them in it like and it's like reor like i'm learning to breathe through discomfort it's reorient i was so fucking into it and then at a certain point i was like i spent an insane amount of money <laughs> i'm exactly the same weight and i don't like this guy anymore mm-hmm. is that in, what is in that- the analogy is jesus is the the ultimate crossfit if yeah. you will uh-huh i forgot that that's what I had. That was, that the, was the launch point. <laughs> yes. No, I didn't mean. You just yes. got into a, a fury spiral about the idea of exercise. I did. I, I did. I completely <laughs> forgot the launch pad. What I, I guess the, the way that it's similar is that at the beginning, it's very, very empowering. And then I think that you, um, well, now I'm just talking out of my ass, but well, no, I feel but like I I'm right. The thing that's similar is it's everybody's cheering you on when you first yes. come in. You got this. You can do it. I believe in you. Yeah. And then eventually. And it feels like this panacea of like all of a sudden you, f- yeah, you feel supported. There's a community, like all my troubles, they're just washing away. And right. then I think that when you realize fundamentally you're the same and maybe you have less money now. Yeah. And we want <laughs> something back from you. Yeah, yeah. When you realize that it's like this rude awakening. And for me, it was this like almost betrayal. Of, but But I don't. I don't blame anyone other than myself. I just believed that it was, it was like a religion for a little while for me. Yeah, it really was kind of like a religion. And so I was, I thought, I expected too much from, I started believing, I, I, I bought in a little too much. Well, sure. Anything that you believe is going to fix everything. Yes. It's going to let you down. Right. Right. That's a gospel I can get behind. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, it is, it is unfortunate that a lot of this stuff is predicated on the idea of like, all are welcome, all are loved. Dot 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 dot. <laughs> uh, but hey, yeah, just, just a couple things. of things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there was like, especially with queer people, there's like a lot of churches that are like, you are loved, you are welcome. And then 
it is a bait and switch of like, actually, we don't affirm your lifestyle, but we do love yeah, you. We but love you. If but you serve here, you can't. Well, I remember. You know. Yeah, I mean, I remember I mentioned that I went to that Inside Out festival in New Hampshire, this mm-hmm. big religious festival. Bing Bong was there. Yeah. Sadness, <laughs> joy. That's right. That's right. Amy Poehler had it so long ago. Um, and I remember a lot of people saying, you know. Yeah, well, yes, homosexuality is a sin, but so's jaywalking. I'm like, is it really? But I mean, I guess, like, you know, and, not, it is sure what Jay Leno does. I'm yeah. not sure jaywalking is a sin. Well, but you have to observe the laws of the land or something. There was a mm. lot of equivocating of this, like, yeah. yes, it's definitely wrong, but a lot of things are wrong. And yet we love the, we hate this, hate this, hate, love hate the, the sinner, la- hate the, the sin. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a lot of, like, really going back and forth about, like, and I really got the sense that a lot of people I was talking to probably have and would be okay with having friends who are gay. They just like they're just in conflict because it's also like wrong based on what they believe. And I don't know. Yeah, I think what you they were really like pretzeling themselves. I know, and it sucks because you, you, the Westboro like God hates yeah, you know, yeah. slurs and, like those people do exist in the country. But I think most people you would talk to that that believe the Bible, quote unquote, and what it says about like lifestyles and queer people, they it's almost like they're talking like, hey, I want to be totally on board with this, but my hands are tied. The paperwork, yeah, right. like it is more of like <laughs> yeah. a reticence of, especially each past, because that was in the early two thousands that you went there. It was, uh, yes, yeah. So like even more so now, where like the culture has progressed to a point where it's like queer visibility is like at an all time high, and in people in positions of power, and it's been so normalized well in the culture, and we've lived post Will and Grace, post Will and Grace reunion right. soon. <laughs> Uh, that that sort of perspective sounds more and more Antiquated. insane. Mm-hmm. So people are saying like the language has to adapt and change every year to maintain it in a way that doesn't sound like you're an absolute nightmare person. Yeah. Right. So now it's like, well, I think it's a larger conversation about like, what do we give up for God? What are we making an idol? Is it like our job? Is it money? Is it our sexuality? So then it kind of gets folded in and equivocated with like other bad stuff because no one really thinks it's wise to say what the actual ugly nugget of the truth is that they believe which is like oh yeah gay people are in sin (laughs) but they won't say that they'll say all the other things to kind of get there but how much and now i'm gonna ask you a question that you can absolutely no human can quantify but, but it's like how much do they all deep down actually believe that or is it just some of the people that believe that? Again, I don't know why I'm asking this because I don't know that anyone would know the answer. But. Who knows? But it does feel like a crucible uh, sort of issue of of the culture right now, mm-hmm. like in 2019, because it is wild how many people that I still have some sort of like friendship or relationship with that'll post stuff about how much they love Queer Eye and how much they love this gay artist or this and this, but then go to churches where it's like, well, we believe the Bible. Like... Like the the cognitive dissonance yeah. is pretty crazy. So, how many people do? I don't know, but I feel like if they could find a way out of that belief, they probably would. Right. But it's such a bummer because then it's like, yeah, I don't know. The way I came into it with my journey is like at a certain point, I was like, 
you know, Bible or not, whatever. If I'm wrong about this, I'm okay. I'm okay being wrong, like, biblically about this issue of, like, whatever the queer thing is. So, like, and if I'm judged for that later, I think I'll take the L and it'll be fine. That said, <laughs> I don't think I'm wrong, so I think it's okay. <laughs> take the L? Loss. Loss, okay. Yeah. Is that like a, a That's loser. not Christian. No, that's No, sports. take the L is that's everybody. I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all of not us. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Two worlds I don't know that I much about. Know. Hey. <laughs> you guys. Uh, I need to tell you about Everly Well, and then I need to talk about the fact that uh, I went to a movie. I actually you did. I, did. I went to a movie. Think like a man. Mm. <laughs> nope. No. no. Think like a man too. <laughs> okay. I'm oh. excited to hear which one. After this, after though. I tell you about okay. Everly Well, which offers more than 35 at-home lab tests from food sensitivity to thyroid to STD and heart health tests. I love. I love that now. If you want a specific test done, you want information about your health, you do not have to go sit at one of those places that I refer to as like the DMV of blood draw. <laughs> it is, it takes forever. It is miserable. Now you can just do it in the comfort of your own home and you can get so much information. It's a great way to have control over your own health. Each Everly Well collection kit comes with super easy to follow instructions. Collect your sample from home on your own time. Once you send your sample back, it's processed in a certified lab. Your results are reviewed by a board certified physician. Then they are sent directly to you digitally within just days. You can even share them with your healthcare provider. The Everly Well digital platform helps break down exactly what your results mean to you. Um, so I am waiting to receive the one for food sensitivity and it tests like something like 96, uh, like things you might be sensitive to. And if it says that I have a sensitivity to anything I like, I'm throwing it out the window. <laughs> oh, strong words. I don't know. If words. I don't know if I'm ready for this information. <laughs> I'll make Daniel read the anti Tiffany Haddish. She's <laughs> not ready. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, to start learning more about your health, check out Everly Well at-home lab test today. For 15% off an Everly Well at-home lab test, visit everlywell.com slash best friend and enter code best friend. That's everlywell.com slash best friend, code best friend for 15% off your test. Everly Well at-home lab test, your answers your way. Okay, so now now Tone Zone has heard the, a little bit of this story. Mm-mm. Here we go again. It chapter two. <laughs> Daniel, do you have a problem with what I'm about to say? Because Tony has I'm, already heard I'm some of it. Super nervous. <laughs> Are you anxious again? Okay. So we were going to see some friends of ours that we hadn't seen in a while. And uh, my friend texted me and said, would you guys want to see that Brad Pitt movie? Ooh. And I said, yes, I've been wanting to see it. And then I said to Daniel... <laughs> Should we? Go, we're gonna. Are you interested in going to see one? Or like they suggested, once upon a time in Hollywood. Right. I've been wanting to see it. So then I realized the folly of my thinking <laughs> when we were looking at showtimes, and I'm like, I can't find this particular showtime you mentioned. Meanwhile, there's like a big banner for Ad Astra, um, right? And then I'm I put it together, <laughs> which is so, a Brad Pitt movie. Yes, Brad but. Astra. Right. And it's also like ex- pretty much exclusively a Brad Pitt movie mm. as opposed to... It's a one-hander. Once, yeah. yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, wait, one-hander, do you mean that in the... Not a two-hander. A one-hander and like it's just him in the... Oh. In it for the most part. Okay. Because one-hander is also like a one-handed read. <laughs> Daniel's having fun with this. Oh, you know what I meant. What oh, he meant, right? I knew what he meant. <laughs> you, you knew what I... But you know what I thought he meant, right? No. Oh, why are you laughing? Then? What, what's I'm a one-handed just... read? Okay, one-handed. So <laughs> I think it's Bitch Magazine, 
I thought this, maybe this is just a term for that. They would have like erotic short stories that they would call one-handed reads. Oh my. Oh. It's the same principle, either way. I mean, yeah. I think for most women in America, yeah. Brad Pitt's always going to be a one-handed That's read. Right. <laughs> a one-hander. Yeah. yeah. At 55 years old, he can still yeah. command one hand. Thelma and Louise is quite a one-hander. Oh yeah. Um, Awakening for us all. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we went to see Ad Astra. I did not like it. Mm. Uh, Jimmy Pardo and his family did like it. A lot of reviewers liked it. I did not like it. But here was here was the the thing that was um revolutionary for me. And this is silly, but it was the first time I ever sat in a reclining seat at a theater. Ooh. Has everyone here done the reclining seat? Was this Dolby? Yes. Where was yeah, where did we go? Uh it was it was CityWalk. Oh sure. Uh. And it was not IMAX. CityWalk, the coolest place in LA. <laughs> It's the coolest. You're cool. You're in City Walk. Yeah. <laughs> it really was. We got Bubba Gump. We got freaking uh, Menchie's Frozen Yogurt. Some we got Hard Rock. Tavern. Yeah. Hard Rock Cafe. Wetzel's Pretzels. The, a, a Starbucks. Exactly. Popcornopolis. Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. <laughs> oh my God. Is that there? Yeah. Yeah. I do like the movie theater. Though. It's a good time. The yeah. movie theater is really nice. But it's so hard to get to. You have to pay yeah. $18 yeah. parking or whatever. It's not But you, then you get money back. They no, it's, no, it's 27 back. 20, yeah, it's But so you get but they, $22 back. Just oh, go is it a that few much? miles more to the Burbank 16 free parking for well, which is going baby. to. The Burbank 16 is the most uh, visited movie theater in the country. Is that true? It's the, I have been going there. I've been going there for 10 years. Yeah. Or go to the Lindley. In North Hollywood. Nobody's ever there, and it's very cheap. So many. Do, do, do any of them have reclining seats, though? Because no. I will never Burbank does. not sit in a reclining seat now. I got in that chair, and I zoom-zoomed it, <laughs> and I was like, I literally turned to, to my friend Izzy, and I said, I've never been this comfortable. Aww. Wow. And I, then I... <laughs> That's a good review. I don't think I've ever been that comfortable <laughs> in my life. And the only thing that would have made me more comfortable was like, God, I want to take this fucking bra off, and then I could fall asleep. Yeah. They you have that at some AMCs. Uh, <laughs> the brawless. <laughs> Little bra hang. They're unofficial AMCs. <laughs> so uh, has everyone sat in a reclining seat? Oh, yes. 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 They've been around for a long time. I realize this. The first one I went to was in La Cunada. It yeah, was United like Artists Theater. Yeah. You've been there. I've been there several times. But I stopped going there because their projections were bad. Mm-hmm. I haven't been in a bit. Dim but bulbs. I, that's yeah. kind of like a... a, a it's become a little more common. I feel like they had it before a lot of other places. Oh yeah, did. everyone's and, hopping on the bandwagon now. and like a free a free parking lot mm-hmm. that's at the theater. It's Took not me like back, the yeah. Road. And yeah. you just like it's only for the theater. Yeah, it's it feels like, very, out of the way. It feels very like Midwest or something in mm-hmm. there. That's yeah. a top ten LA theater for me. So yeah, here's a go. fun fact: at where I work, um, are we office inside the the Landmark Theaters offices, and Landmark Theaters uh, is. Uh, theater chain and they get solicited by the chair manufacturers and so there are chair samples all over the office so every variation of theater chair is just littered throughout our offices and in the conference rooms and certain daniel has worked at this place for 45 years yes and every time he talks about it i learn something new who knew Mm, she didn't know about the chair i didn't they have I mean, now this is old news, but yeah. it was not old news when I discovered that they have flavored popcorn samples in his office. They have all sorts of snacks. He's got a whole... So I've talked about this before, so apologies, Daniel. We have like a movie theater popcorn machine, and they make popcorn. Like, and it's flavored with lavender sometimes, right? Ooh, no, 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 That's like when... No, no, that's not... It's when it's oh, when this solicitors, was a dream Allison had. solicitors come in, and they're trying to sell like new kinds of... Con, uh, 
concessions. Concessions. Right. And so then they'll have us try it. And but see. still, nice. the fact that that happens at your work, I didn't know about. <laughs> You're cheating on me with snacks. Oh and chairs. And chairs. Yeah. Do you, like, do you I mean, sit in the chairs? Do you like it? Wait, do you what's enjoy the, the chairs? Do you like the chairs more than like sitting on your wife? <laughs> you know, some are, some are pretty nice. You. Some are pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, what's state of the art in chairs these days? What's, yeah, uh, good what's question, good question. coming up? <laughs> uh, I think it's the it's the recline. You know, it's those. It's the reclining with the you know the cup holders. I mean, sure. they have they have some that have like the little. You know the the places where you can eat and order food. There's different mm. types of things you can. I want one to control. break away into a hammock. I don't know yeah. if that's on the horizon, oh, but I'd like had, for that to. At the Alamo one night or something. Yeah, you know? <laughs> we had at the Landmark. I think they still have it. There's a theater, um, the Landmark in West LA. They have a uh, a couple theaters that have couches, and it's all couches, only couches, and so you can, you know, cozy up on a couch. That was sort of before they. We're doing the. It's like Santa family R.I.P. Yeah. He who must not be named. Wait, what's everyone referring to? And there was another Me Too. Oh, a Me Too that killed a great repertory. When did that? I I've been to Santa family. Yeah, I had been. How long has it been? It was a while ago. It was a it was a Doug. Doug, movie, Interrup- interruption. movie interruption. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Um. Wait. What? Okay. So there was. I can look it up. Uh, I can the look founder it up. sexually harassed people and was a bad guy, and he owned the or he ran the thing, and mm. they couldn't recover, so they shut it down. Got it was it. always like a nonprofit thing, and there was like memberships and stuff. But it's they, sad because I enjoyed. Going they there. had now they had those cool seats where the spring would go up your butt. <laughs> It's, yeah, you know. <laughs> that's a real revolution in seating yeah. technology there. Spring technology. Yeah. I miss that. <sighs> you know what else is not good? Oh my what gosh, else? a segue for the ages. It's amazing. Oh, my segues are some good? people tune in for my segues and they catch a show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they skip 15 seconds ahead <laughs> yeah. to the segues. <laughs> there we go. We you, found it. You put it in the segues subject in uh, iTunes. Oh, yeah. You hey, should you list yourself under oh segues. <laughs> if they had that, I would go straight to the top. Yep. You would. Uh, warm alcohol. Mm. Warm alcohol sucks. And the founder of Brewmate, a guy named Dylan, who does not like warm alcohol. Brewmate. Yeah. Daniel's using, my using brewmate right his now. brewmate I didn't even cup. know we were doing this. Sure, look at that. that. Look how nice that Did is. Did you we choose used... that color yourself? I didn't choose anything. Allison <laughs> chooses it, but well, she, she chose a good well one. This is a though. nice one. That's nice. Hey. No, no, this isn't mine. I thought this was mine. Hang on. They don't the listeners are like, for all I know, Brewmate is a vacuum cleaner. I mean, that would make no sense, but let me just explain what it is. Uh, Brewmate is stylish insulated drinkware designed to keep your favorite beverages ice cold all day long. So it's great for, um, let's say you're going somewhere that is glass free. You're having a picnic, you're at a concert, etc. And they have a whole bunch of different types, uh, for, for your, for your needs. They have the wine insulator, which fits a full bottle of wine and includes silicone funnel for easy transferring. They have the uncorked wine glasses, largest insulated wine glass in the world, fitting over half a bottle of wine. Um, they have just, oh, I, it would take me too long to list all the various options they have. This is the, I think, Imperial Pint glass that Daniel has. I selected three different colors and Daniel has opinions about it. Well, one was uh, sparkly. Rose gold. One was rose gold. Oh, sorry. Spark. 
basically silver. One was sparkly glitter. Silver, silver gray glitter. One was rose gold. And then one was this cool like navy blue. Matte blue. <laughs> <laughs> Should we leave? Yeah. And so I thought, assumed that this was, oh, she was kind enough to get one for me, two for her. Uh, but then I was notified that they were all for her. Uh, but you're free to use any of them. Yeah. But not to be too regular about taking it to work because it's hers. Okay. Even even though I, I can't imagine a day when you're needing all three. <laughs> you don't know. My beverage routine. Don't settle for warm alcohol. Chill out with your favorite drinks all day long with Brewmate. Visit Brewmate.com and add code BESTFRIEND to get 15% off your first order. That's 15% off your first order when you go to Brewmate.com, B-R-U-M-A-T-E.com and add code BESTFRIEND. Also, I want to tell you guys about HelloFresh. Uh, Allison Rosen is your best friend. Is brought to you in part by HelloFresh with HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. You get easy season recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. It's great. Uh, you don't have to do that thing that I did recently. I was like, I want to make a specific dish. Uh, I'm going to find a recipe and I'm going to go to the store. And then I'm gonna, and then I was like, before I even got to the part where mm-hmm. I decided I was going to go, I was like, no, I'm not. I'm no, not doing no, any of certainly this. Certainly not. I'm ordering pizza. That's the great thing about HelloFresh. It all comes right to you pre-measured uh Really fresh, delicious ingredients, um, step-by-step recipes, pre-measured ingredients. You have everything you need to get a wow-worthy dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes. Say goodbye to endless grocery store trips and takeout fruit. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> you guys heard that, right? Yeah. That's how much we're saying bye-bye. HelloFresh has you covered. Uh, and... Uh, it's great. Break out of your dinner rut. 20 plus seasonal chef curated recipes each week. Something for everyone um, from calorie smart and vegetarian to fun menu series like Hall of Fame and Kraft Burgers. For $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com slash bestfriend80 and enter bestfriend80. It's like receiving eight meals for free. For $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com slash bestfriend80 and enter code Best friend 80. Okay. I think we should do some just me or everyone. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes I ponder on oh. something I have thought or done. What? Is it just me or everyone? <laughs> All right. I would like to first, though, give a little shout out to some new patrons I have. Uh, am I going to make a regular thing of this? I don't know, but I'm going to do it now. Welcome aboard, Amanda, Joe, Colleen, and Kelsey. These are patrons. You did it. In the last week. And I actually thought to myself, what if they don't want their full name read out loud? Damn. What if they're oh. that, then this is I, regretable. Well, no, that's why just first names. That's why I just did first names. Exactly. That's why I did it. Oh, I just well. thought it was one person with a lot of names. <laughs> first right. name. Exactly. A Paul Thomas Anderson. Okay. So wait, has anyone seen Ad Astra though, or are Daniel the only one? Oh, I saw it. I have. You saw it, Daniel? Yeah. What's the premise? It's all with you. The premise. <laughs> the premise is uh, Brad Astra, mm. Sad Astra, so he goes to find his dad Astra. Oh, so <laughs> good. I believe. Oh, that's I, come on. I. Uh, how much is so how good. much is spoiler? I mean, I would say it's about it's a um, nearish future where we've started to like make regular trips to planets in the moon and. Um, Brad Pitt's an astronaut who um, has to go um, on a, on a mission. mission. It's kind of like 
a little bit like Heart of Darkness, but it wishes, but not, but it's wow. not, but it's got that sort of structure, but not quite. He has yeah. his dad abandoned him years ago, and they thought he was. This is this is all like in the trailer, right. so I don't think I'm okay. giving anything. Yeah, away. I haven't seen the trailer, anything. so I didn't know what to give away. You you've seen it, so go ahead and spoil. Actually, now I'm not sure. His anyway. dad is played by three men, Tommy, Lee, and Joe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come on. That's a fun time. Anyway, he has to go on a top secret mission where he will face the consequences of growing up without a father. Oh, except boy. He di- it, it's like, okay, what did you think of it, Kevin? I liked it, but really? it feels politically loaded to like things publicly now. No, I would like Doesn't to hear it. Yeah. Though? I would I like to hear you like it. I would like to hear what you liked about it. Because I think I'm in the minority. I just liked watching Brad Pitt act alone for a majority of it. Mm. I just like staring at his face. I would have liked to see that too. I love that. Hey, (laughs) one-hander. Boy, yo, yo. Like the seats at Cinefamily RIP. (laughs) I love the music in it. I liked how Arch and kind of like Homer's The Odyssey-esque some of the Mm. dialogue was. It was such a strange... You just don't hear that in a lot of stuff, but... But I understand why people don't like it. It got good reviews. I think that I, I think that it was a movie who, with, whose themes were not really for you. For me, it's. I think yeah, that I the think movie that sounds- is intended, I believe, to speak to um, men who's who have complicated relationships with their fathers, <laughs> and if you don't really relate to that then it's going to be hard for you to emotionally plug into the movie. I mean, you have kind of a complicated relationship with your father. <laughs> yeah, but it's, yeah. Easy breezy, smooth sailing. Well, I mean, I maybe it's not specific to men. It maybe not, maybe isn't specific to men. No, I get you what can you're be saying. A, you felt, can be a that was who, one of the things that it felt like a very, very, this was definitely written by a man kind of movie. It was neither wrong nor calm. As someone who has had a, a Man, uh, movies are rom-coms. Those yeah. are the two genres. <laughs> what you as, get. Someone who, as someone who has had a, a complicated relationship with his father, I would say that um, I think I, James Gray probably doesn't have a complicated relationship with his father because it gets some th- some key things, in my opinion, wrong. Hmm. I think, yeah, I think that's interesting. We're like, yeah, some of it thematically didn't deliver the way. Yeah, I don't want to say too much, to, but yeah. I, I think I think what it was trying to do, I get it, I, I, I admire it, I respect it, mm-hmm. but it for me... It didn't land. From a cinematic standpoint, it was very cool. I mean, like there were a lot of the scenes were cool and, and interesting, and it looked neat. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it was wow, Roger Ebert's okay. coming back from his grave oh, to give whoa, you whoa. a thumbs up it was for that neat. criticism. I felt I hear what you're saying, Daniel, but I think that I'm a pretty like empathetic, emotional, can relate to other to stories. Kind of like what I was relating to. It was. Asking me to relate to a lack of emotion, maybe. I, I, I totally so get what you're saying. They could have made some. Yeah. They could have tinkered with it, and I would have been like a puddle. But instead, I was like, "There's a dearth of of story here." Is what I felt. Mm-hmm. I get that, and I think. Uh, excuse me. I got a lump in my throat just yeah, thinking well. about sad dads in space. <laughs> <laughs> but I think this is not an uncommon. I've seen I've seen a lot of women whose takes I respect react similarly to this. Of like, oh yeah, there's like not a lot of there there, mm-hmm. and it feels like a little rough shot, and so kind of like it felt like a short story that wasn't fleshed out enough. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, it's way more lyrical. It's like the script might have been 
80 pages long. <laughs> I, I made right. that argument today. Well, I said I think all the dialogue could fit on one page. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, had some friends who were super, super into the emotional scenes of Archer a while back. And then I watched it and I was like, oh, there's nothing here. <laughs> uh, but I think occasionally if the person in themselves experiences no emotion, then mm. uh, that's what they relate to. So maybe. Interesting. It's a movie for sociopaths. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, no. This is how I find out. All right. Okay. Just me or everyone. Um, Thank you for indulging my uh, saying we're going to do it and then heading a different direction. Now we're back. Eric Olson says. We went to Neptune. Now we're coming back. We're back. Yes. Um, one of my favorite things about Match Game when I was a kid, and actually now too, was seeing what the celebrity's handwriting looked like. Hmm. <laughs> so I could emulate, yeah, emulate it? I'd say everyone. Anytime you see, or like, uh, I guess not necessarily in Match Game, but in a movie, and so they write it down. Like, listen, uh, anytime in Mad Men, they were writing, I'm like, is that their real handwriting? Mm. Yeah, I always wanted that I do that have too. that thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do we think it is? Well, I mean, they use hand doubles and like insert yeah, and second unit true. shots. I feel like it's probably not. not. Often it's I, not. I, uh, like an AP bio, that's not a popular opinion, but uh, he writes on the chalkboard a lot. And I was like, it's lovely penmanship. Oh, nice. Here's a, here, here's a question for yes. you Hollywood insiders. <laughs> um, Uh-oh. In a show where they show a character's photo as a kid, mm-hmm. actually... There's no question. Like, obviously, they have to get a photo of them as a kid. But I always imagine what if production is asking them for and they're like, I don't have something like that. Right. Like, they, you know, what if their mom can't find the photo album that they were looking for? They got to deep fake it. Yep. I mean, they probably can now, actually. That's true. If you can CGI de-age people, you can probably deep fake a little baby photo. That's true. Great question. Well. All right. Uh, Match game. In fact, speaking (laughs) of Ad Astra. Hmm. No, I'm, people are so nervous about spoilers. I won't, I'll ask my question off air. Sarah Hearsey says, or Hersey. Uh, Hearsay. <laughs> His or Hersey. <laughs> <laughs> I feel guilty going to the dentist and letting someone put their hands in my mouth when I've recently had a cold. Mm. I feel like they're so covered in latex. No. You're fine. They're doctors. They get it. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. Calm down. And I'm they all wear kidding. masks, right? <laughs> they do. Yeah. But they didn't used to. They're smoking. That's true. That's true. Hashtag the mess. <laughs> um, I just got that. Yeah. You just had a cold, Tony. Yep. Did you go to the dentist? <laughs> no, I did okay. not. Tony, how are you feeling I, now? I'm doing all right. Okay. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the end now. I'm good. Good. How bad did it get? It wasn't that bad. It was just, you know, just annoying mm-hmm. and just wanted to get past it so i was a really cool guy on friday night and went to bed at 8 p.m yeah what what yeah Uh, you feel like a king when you do that though when you get to bed before 11 p.m it feels incredible that might have been the earliest i've ever gone to bed yeah Yeah, i'm tired i'm going to bed and did you wake up early uh no i got like i did like a solid 12 hours yeah you needed it yeah i did Wendy DS says, I'm very afraid of lying about a family member being sick as an excuse <laughs> to get out of things, as if it will bring bad karma and cause that relative to actually get sick. Everyone. Hash- Don't you sick. think? Hashtag superstitious. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would never. Yeah. I, I've never no, done No, you got to invent someone. <laughs> Do you have to make a robot that gets sick? Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, my gosh. The, yeah. I used to justify it with... Well, they already got sick four years ago, so this is I did, and I didn't use it then. So then I can use it now. Mm. When I would say like, "Oh, my dad's sick." Yeah, he did have a cold back when I was in high school. 
Well, there you go. <laughs> so it's fine. My dad was sick 20 years ago. <laughs> it still affects uh, us. But I definitely have that. That guilt and that cold. karma is just like, oh, no. <laughs> I was trying to get out of driving school. I forget why I couldn't or didn't want to go or whatever. Because it was driving school? No, I actually weirdly liked Was this driving. high school or was this because no, you I took a, a s- No, no, it was like learning to drive school. Oh, okay. It was called aid driving school. This is... This is a weird name. Um, but I didn't take driver's ed at my high school for some reason. I took it privately. And here's the thing. I was like crazy popular at driving school. <laughs> so I actually cool. enjoyed. <laughs> I was the toast of the town in driving school. I was, I was not received that way in my high school. Right. But I felt like for a limited amount of time, I could pretend to be cool Allison. Great. Because I remember <laughs> one of the guys there was like, sweet 16 and never been kissed. I don't believe that. And I was like, no, it's true. I'm a brilliant, I'm a sick nerd. I'm a sick Gentile nerd. And I'll always be this way. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing going to change that. That's right. <laughs> no test could prove otherwise. <laughs> so anyway, I called them and I said... My grandfather had died. Mm-hmm. Um, look, he had died just a long time before oh, that. Okay, I did the same thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But they said that I would have to. <laughs> they said they weren't having it. Oh, and they said that I would have to like show proof or something. And I got like, <gasps> so you-, you want me? You want me to show you the body? And here's <laughs> the weird thing: is that I was totally lying, but I still was like, but if I were telling the truth, this yeah. is very insensitive of yeah. you. I don't know whatever happened with that. <laughs> and thus I never what learned to What a nice drive. girl you yeah. were. <laughs> yeah. And that's how you become popular in driving school. I'm sad I didn't know you in <laughs> Look, I didn't make a habit of doing stuff like that, but I just had really had to get out of driving school that day. I have, mm-hmm. a, I have a question for the group after this segment. Oh, no, you can like. share it now. Oh, can I, yeah. can I share it now? Yeah, yeah, we need a little break. Well, <laughs> can we wipe the sweat off our brows yeah. after this I've been tax intense, segment? Intense potential relating to people. Are you okay, Renee? You need to... <laughs> just be around what stresses me out. <sighs> <sighs> I never want them to feel isolated. <laughs> so my question, and this was based on a question I saw on Twitter uh, that a woman posted, which is, who <laughs> is 2019's version of Mr. Rogers? Oh, I saw that too. Ooh. Wait, did you retweet it? I know the answer. Yes, I did. Or the most Mr. No, Rogers I adjacent. No, story, right? Yeah, it was on Instagram stories. Um, and a lot of people in my reply said, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Nope. Some people said, like, kind of got out there and said, like, Lizzo, which I don't know nope. how that no. one for one. Or that, some people said Johnny's son, which I could see. He's no. a very sweet position. Mr. Rogers? Even, yeah. yeah who's, but Mr. it has to be someone who's talking to children. Yeah. So it would have to be a children's show host of some sort, not... Well, I mean, Is I guess... It Ryan's it, Toy Review's dad? No, well, no, I was going <laughs> to say Blippy. I don't Blippi even know who Mr. Blippi is. Rush. I just see Blippi when I look at the iPad that Elliot's Blippi isn't exactly Mr. Rogers. He's not like delivering those kinds of messages, but he does the sort of field trip learning about stuff thing that he does, and he's very... Uh, so, I don't know. Yeah, Do no you- one's doing that thing, so it's kind of... Yeah, and so maybe, maybe yeah, it's maybe like it children's entertainment, but someone who's just like... Kind of yeah. exists as an elder statesman yeah. of like Do we positivity. Do 
I feel like that one's good because he did Mary Poppins. He's on Sesame Street all the time. He you mean like the moral, like the moral sort of the vibe. anchor, yeah. <laughs> that person who's always got. I don't I know. I feel like Lynn's did anyone a little say Oprah extra? To no, fair. yeah, fair. Mr. Rogers, unfortunately, <laughs> like like his affirmation. You, do you have to break it to him? Do you have to be the one to tell him? I do. Yeah, okay. he doesn't follow me. On Is Twitter. it Brene Brown? Oh, Brene Brown kind of gets there too. Yeah, yeah. Oprah. I just said Oprah. Bre- go. Yeah, Oprah. Yeah, Oprah. I wonder. It might be Oprah's adjacent. Yeah, she's adjacent. Brene Brown. Uh, white women love. <laughs> like someone who, if they were to talk and they were to say, "I don't approve," everyone would go, "Yeah, you know what? Yeah, that's we got. We got to listen. We got to. We got to look inward on this one. Yeah." I don't know if there is. But I've been racking my brain. Yeah, I know. For like, well, Tom, yeah. There's yeah. guys like Tom Hanks where it's like he embodies the part of Mr. Rogers where it's like most beloved man right. alive, mm-hmm. maybe. like Or at least in the top 10, no yeah. bad stories. Everyone has a high opinion of him. Obama? But mm. Obama, there's too much like drone strike shit right. and stuff yeah. we weren't paying attention to in those eight years. We were all drunk for eight <laughs> years, yeah. just having a good time. Well, I was just thinking like who's the sort of grown up that we turn to in, in moral crisis. Yeah. I know. And it feels like there's such there's a vacuum. Kind of no one. There isn't yeah. one. Mm-hmm. No. And that feels like such a, like Mr. Rogers came back when nine 11 happened to like, yeah. Talk to ch- like who would be in such a position to do yeah. that now where it's like, yeah, like, I want to listen to this. Like, but I think it falls to the, uh, like when you're watching TV now, you're like, nothing's mainstream. There's not one show that everybody is watching now mm-hmm. or that everyone would know where right. you're talking about. The monoculture about. doesn't exist. Right. right. So I think that it is fair to be like, so this person can't exist anymore. If the right. monoculture doesn't exist, then the mono guy can't but exist. But also we're such like a jaded, cynical <laughs> culture that I was thinking about this with regards to like Jesus. Like if Jesus were to come back or let's say jesus never happened right and he mm-hmm. were to show up now and do all that stuff no one would pay it would be like you got to do more than that yeah Turn water into wine <laughs> he would trend for like, two days and then like, come on yeah. Yeah. Thinking, like, he'd have to like grow to be 60 feet tall or something like wh- what he'd have to do <laughs> in the magic to- tricks j-dog <laughs> yeah, like nobody would care nobody would care but just someone who's like a positive moral force that like affirms the value yeah. inherent in people i'm just yeah, i'm looking f- i'm looking for yeah, this person that's a good question yeah, it is a good question probably like putin right <laughs> yeah it's gotta <laughs> be the poots. That's, our the poots that's our guy that's our guy it's <laughs> like maybe it's like horcruxes where it's like mr roger's spirit is like split out into a lot of different oh, kinds of people yeah. where it's like Tom Hanks represents like America. You know what? Dad. You may have to we need a dream to do team. like what yeah. the the Tibetan monks do, and we need to find the next Mister Rogers oh, yeah. as reincarnated in a child. So like set out his Elliot, his shoe. It's Elliot. Elliot here, Sonia. Find the next Mister Rogers because oh we need That's to a, always have a Mister yeah, Rogers. Your, is this your reality show you're pitching? America's <laughs> next right. Mister Finding Mister Rogers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Finding yeah. Mister Rogers. The master Mister Rogers. <laughs> and then and then you have a kid, a little kid who's got like the cardigan, like the button sweater and the you know, but he's a little kid, so it's super Adorable. cute. But like, who that. is it where when he or she speaks, you're like, oh, I just feel better. That's Gwyneth? why I said Ob- it's Gwyneth. <laughs> that's why I said Goop? Obama. Because I think that, but no, that's really no. just in a political I'm cynical context. About Obama yeah, I know. Now. I'm just saying there's been plenty of times where, like earlier in the Trump presidency, where Obama would suddenly tweet something presidential and you'd be like, oh, I miss that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's not really, yeah, I think there really isn't that person right now. 
I think when Oprah wants to be, mm-hmm. she is that. Yes. Mm-hmm. She is that for a lot of people, I think. A lot of people in my mention said Ellen, which I'm like, guys, oh, it, boy. it ain't Ellen. <laughs> right. If you've lived in this town more than six months, <laughs> it ain't Ellen. Unfortunately. <laughs> Very sad, but woo, baby. Have you had any personal encounters? Uh, a, a close friend of mine mm. worked with her for okay. a number of years. Yeah. And, and it's not Ellen. It's not Ellen. That ain't it, Chief. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a, it's disappointing. Yeah. It's sad. I know. And you wonder if like if people in such positions that have these long running shows, talk shows, late night shows, daytime shows, if it's just unavoidable that like monstrous characteristics mm-hmm. happen in them, or if it's like a chicken or the head of like, oh, that's the that kind of people that yeah. like get yeah. that and get to that right. position. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. Kelly Clarkson seems to be on a good trick right now the show's adorable oh, a lot yeah. of fun I've, I've never now. not liked her wait what's her show <laughs> uh, she's got a new daytime talk show out. when did this happen this year a few weeks she ago. does kelly Oki, and she'll sing a song suggested <laughs> by an audience member it's real fun because uh, she's a singer <laughs> did you guys see the james corden th- clip that was going around where he was talking back to bill maher about yeah. fat shaming yeah Oh, is it Bill Maher? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, the guy. The, the, the Mr. Rogers? Mr. Rogers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know who gets close to it sometimes? Colbert. Colbert yeah. gets closer because yeah. you can sense. Yeah, he's got like an avuncular kind of thing, right? Yeah. I just I think Colbert would actually be more effective if he wasn't political now. Yeah. He used to be so effective and now it's like it's like my dad making like Trump's hair is crazy, Joe. You know what I mean? Like anyway. Todd. <laughs> Yeah, Todd, Todd. which he wouldn't, unfortunately. Uh, Everyone, everybody saw the Mister Rogers documentary, right? Yes, 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 yes. You haven't seen? Oh, you got it. I've heard it. I I have not cried like that maybe ever. I could not stop crying when I like two. It was almost troubling. I was driving (laughs) home and we we were trying. My wife was trying to ask me things about the movie, and when I would try to speak, I would just lose it. Oh, wow. For like an, at least an hour. Yeah. Could I mean, stop. that's a movie after I got out of it. There's a few movies like that, like that and Pennington too, where it's like, after I got <laughs> out of it, I was like, I feel like I was just in a fight. <laughs> like, I'm so tired. My face is red. I'm wetting the eye. Like, it's bad. But yeah, I have a very but similar so experience. Great though. Yeah. But great though. But yeah, but then kind of to your question, it's like, you're like, where there's, this doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. It's such a bummer. Yeah. Anyway, is th- it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood? Is that the documentary or is that the movie? That's, that's the movie out? with. So, Hanks. what was the documentary called? It's called "Won't You Be My Yes." Neighbor. Oh, right. All right. Morgan Neville did it. Who did the Twenty Feet from Stardom documentary about the background it. singers? Yeah. Um, great. Daniel, do you remember the last thing that you and I just bawled our eyes at? At Astra. <laughs> <laughs> no, zero. My eyes were the Sahara. Uh, was it recent? <laughs> no. Do we get to guess? I don't, yeah, I don't know. Guess. It's an Inside Out Festival. Uh, <laughs> it, are you talking about a movie <laughs> or no. a TV show? No. A, a musical? Yes. A musical. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, I was just telling Was it Hamilton? A movie nope. musical? Was it Sickle? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> was it Love Never Dies? Was no. Was it a stage <laughs> show or a movie musical? It was, it was, it was on Broadway. Phantom. Oh. We saw something on Broadway and we both began crying at the beginning. Oh, Annie? Yes. Oh. Annie? We cried. Oh. What the hell? I think you got very choked sweet. up during Hamilton. Oh, I definitely did. Yeah. And during Les Mis. Yeah. yeah. I've definitely cried. Okay. Well, then maybe what I should have said is, 
Daniel, do you know what I what I want to talk about that we cried at? <laughs> what, <laughs> Daniel, what do Annie. do you want to know? What I want to expose that you, to the audience that you cried during? We were I, the it, oldest it people crying. In, it was like it was sobbing. It wasn't sobbing. <laughs> yeah, it was blubbering. It was, it was <laughs> no. It was really weird. We were the oldest people in the theater. <laughs> and it started yeah, out with a maybe, ton right? of little kids. What? It, what song does it start out with? Maybe. May- uh, hard All that life. jazz. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> It might be hard knock life. These I'm children sure. should no. not be singing. No, was I can't remember what it was. All I know is I did not think I was going to cry, and yeah. suddenly it was just like someone like reached into my nostalgia center and just thrummed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was wow. something. Very and then I looked weirdly... over at Daniel, and he was also crying. But yeah. it wasn't like sadness, or it was just like a weird emotional like. Yeah, it was it like was something like, got thrown yeah, inside of you, and you're yeah. like, what? Wow. Yeah, like a yeah. switch got thrown. Yeah, it was weird. That's it was sweet. It was weird. It was involuntary. Like, my body I, is just now crying. I've okay. given thought to this. I think one of the things about musical theater that is, uh, does that to your brain is that you're not used to people in life seeing human beings suddenly break out into choreographed dance and singing really well. And so you're when you're in a theater, and there are people there, and suddenly they're singing, and it's like your brain. It's like 2001 at the beginning. It's like the monkeys seeing the the uh, monolith. It's yeah. like th- something so perfect doesn't exist in nature, and so it fucks their brain, <laughs> you know. And it's like that's kind of what I think musicals do a little bit. Like that's the power of it. Yeah, that's a amazingly well put. Uh, Does that make musical sense? theater sensation? Yeah. Totally, because yeah. it is like just looking at human spectacle of like, oh my god, we we could do this, you right. know? Like we have the capacity, to like sing like this and learn all these steps and like and 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 seeing it before your eyes. And it's and all happening right yeah. in front of you. Mm-hmm. It's like it's blah, it's yeah. like almost overwhelming when it's really good. That was me when I saw Spider Man turn off the dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that is because I got kicked in the face by Spider Man that <laughs> fell down. And, that unfortunately, no. no okay. But famously, that show. Uh, yeah, did happen not great. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Al White says, it took me 20 years to figure out how to use the paper ring on a public toilet. I'm still not sure I'm 100% doing it right. A paper what? The, I think the, the, the cowboy hats. The free cowboy hats. Right. Yeah. Well, here's the question. <laughs> Do you guys put the flap down in front or in back? Front, honey. Front. That's it's how for, I do it, too. Yeah, but I think it's mostly for guys. I mean, right? Like, it's to... Protect because girls don't go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but girls don't have anything dangling down that would. Oh, that's what that's for. Interesting. The, the okay. tongue of it, if you will. Hmm, that's not what I took it to be for. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think it's for? The, I thought it was just for like that's where the seat has a in indentation to because right. the seat's not a perfect circle. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. We'll never know. But it's not just a donut. It has the, <laughs> but but the the flappy part that goes down. You, if you put it in the back, you're, there's still the ring in the front of the turlet. Yeah, like it's still covered by paper. Oh, I see what you're saying. I've never thought to put it in the back. I'm gonna try that right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't. I don't either. Yeah, but for something, some, but I think maybe when I was young, I did or something. I feel like I don't this know. is a Facebook post for my mom in about a week, where she'd be like, "Did you know <laughs> when they designed it? It was actually this." And also, Obama's a Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know your mother. She may not believe it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 
Lisa Pearl says, I'm afraid to walk away from a running faucet in case something happens to me while I'm 10 feet away and my house ends up flooded. I don't walk away from faucets. Uh, I feel solidarity. The funny thing is when I first read this, I thought, oh, interesting. But yeah, I also wouldn't. Well, actually, that's not entirely true. Our house takes a while for the water to heat up. Mm -hmm. So if I want to wash my face with warm water, I will sometimes turn it on and then walk away. Right. I'll walk away. Yeah, I walk away from the shower. Yeah, because it takes a while. It just takes a while to heat up. Hmm. But really? running water that you're point. not yeah. using. I know. What do you do? What? Uh, uh, no, I do the same thing. Because okay. <laughs> Lori Kilmartin catches it in like a thing and then uses it to water her plants. Oh boy, that's yeah. nice. And it's Greta beautiful. Thunberg bully her or something. <laughs> <laughs> As she should bully all yes. of us. Yes, She's that's... right. Oh my god. She's right. We're yeah. wrong. That's very heartbreaking to watch. It really is. This little girl. It's it, like it's like the Parkland kids all over again, where it's like, yeah. well, you failed us, so I have to do this shit I now. I'll do yeah. it myself. I, know. I feel like I've been, in a way, like waiting for that kind of speech for a long time, and mm-hmm. then you hear it, and you're like, I can't fucking argue with her. Mm-hmm. Like, she's right. Yeah. Ugh. And lastly, Al White says, when I buy a new car, that model of car magically appears 100-fold on the road. Yeah. Yes. And there's always that question of like, is it coincidence that like, am I seeing or like when I hear learn new slang or hear a phrase or something, was everyone using this before and I just didn't notice it? Or is it really all of a sudden everywhere? I think a lot of self-help people use this as an example to promote their thing of why you should listen to them constantly. Because if it's on your brain, you'll attract it. Yeah. I think Which that's what doing life is all about. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a great corporate. A great corporate. Yeah. Did I use it right? Yes. Very no, good. This has been a great corporate gathering. Right. Uh, you set your intention properly. Yeah. yeah. This, is, this is a real Catholic show. Your mission on your local context of this community. <laughs> what was it? Your mission on this community. <laughs> In this local context. I was what? Missional. 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 Oh, missional. Yeah. Oh, is that like intentional? Yes, it is. Oh, my God. I Adjacent. Love... Thank you <laughs> for the grace that you've shown this podcast. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think what other terms we've learned. What did I, what did I miss? Well, no one's... Uh. Doing live just this season. Oh, you know, here's something uh, a lot of a lot of uh, evangelical women use: sweet friends. They'll say "sweet friends" what on does that Instagram. Mean? I don't know. They're just like it doesn't mean anything specific to Christian theology at all. It's just a prefix that's very popular on like Instagram captions and stuff. Like, I I I don't know how I could do life without these sweet friends. Oh like my God. friends, or like they're my sweet like friend friends. Sarah. Just what's that? They're like great friends. Right. Yeah. 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 It's friends. totally just a synonym for just like a- I love these people. They're great. They're sweet. Friends. But they'll say my sweet friend Sally. Blah 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 blah. Well, someone can look be out sweet. for it. Right. Allison yeah. Rosen is your new sweet friend. <laughs> sweet friend. For when I make inroads into that world. Yes. Uh, I think you already have. This might be a very weird question. This might be a regional thing mm-hmm. or even very specific to one place. But do you know, is there something with frozen yogurt and <laughs> Christianity of, of even like frogs specifically being in the name? Frogs. Yeah, because I, I swear someone told me, the reason I thought of, there's a place I, near my parents in Virginia called Sweet Frog and it's a frozen yogurt place. <laughs> and I think someone had told me that then frog 
like frog is i forget what the first two but it's something of god uh it's fully rely on god okay yeah that's the there's a place in hollywood that's frog frozen yogurt yeah huh it's probably not fully rely on God frozen yogurt. <laughs> no, though, is it? I think it's a different thing. I don't know, but the frozen yogurt thing, all I remember is like, like everyone in like circa 2010 to 2013, that was a very popular spot to go to after Bible study. Mm-hmm. But as far as like the specificity to Christian culture, I don't know. All right. But maybe in Virginia, I don't know. We're going to yeah. get some tweets from people who can let us know. I can't no. wait. Hey, talk about Minchies and our Minchies. <laughs> okay, come on, come on, so come on. I looked it up. Wow. It's so crazy that you say that. Because I, I announced the other day that I finally realized why they call it Menchies. It's because of your Menchies. And yeah. she said no, it, that she didn't think so. Wait, so that's so crazy that you say that, though, because he did, really just did say that. And I doubt everyone's talking about Menchies and Menchies. Wait, that they call the frozen yogurt Menchies. establishment Menchies because of mentions on Twitter? That's what well, Daniel... I, I don't, I can't think of another reason why they'd call it Menchies. So I was like, well, maybe it's because it's like that slang, like, yeah, hey, I'll see you in my Menchies or slide into my I Menchies. Don't th- I think it predates Does it? the popularity of Twitter culture. Because I remember Menchies existing in like 2010 before oh, most people we were on it. Twitter. I hadn't even heard I of... I just m- learned of it. <laughs> I hadn't even heard of Menchies as social media mentions. I mean, right, I didn't so even So you know looked that. it up and it what did you It is what I thought, look, 92% over here... <laughs> it's it's mensch like oh, you're it's a, a mensch. Like a mensch yeah so mensch. like i forget the name of the couple that started it let's say their names are like lisa and alan or something mm-hmm. so they went on a date and alan said you're my you're a you're my little mensch and she was like that sounds like something you're describing a grandma and it's like okay you're my little menchie uh, and then they something like it that's it's on the yeah it's on their website I might have bastardized it a little bit <laughs> and then they made frozen yogurt on the first <laughs> oh. day <laughs> so, I, I, you know what I mean I said on the show and I think you before do. that when you sh- when you um, order there they say like have a smiley day and <laughs> and and that the people who work there often are just like have a smiley day like you can tell they hate <laughs> having to say it they've stopped saying it which means they listen to this show they must oh hi Menchies wow, that's the Menchies. power of this pod I, I love you Grief. I, would I also to... love Jenny's, Jenny's ice cream. Oh yeah, you wanted to thank. We have we, a listener we, who yeah. works there, and I realized like recently that I never thanked her because she sent us some free ice cream. And oh my gosh, Jenny's can she listen best. to my podcast so we can best. get free ice so cream? Good. So good. It goes Jenny's, Salt and Straw, yeah, freaking Cold Stone. I'm just kidding. No, everyone's <laughs> <laughs> number three. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> uh, maybe McConnell or Van Leeuwen. I like Van a Leeuwen's lot. I'm Franklin. Yeah. That's pretty wonderful. Yeah. Honey ice cream. Very yeah. good. I've never been to any of these places. Carmela's on Third Street is good. Ooh, you know your ice cream's around yeah. here. There's a great place in okay. Pasadena, too, called Cookies and Cream. You Ooh. ever been there? No, no dog. Really I've never great. been. You live there. Yes. What's going on? You guys. Is it? Wait, it's is it the one good. on Colorado? You guys. No. This is great. Off air conversation. Right. Okay. Oh, I know. Yes. Okay. I know. Focus. Wait, <laughs> real quick though, Tony, can you give me directions on how do I get there? The back streets right. I can take. Right I'm blanking on the street it's on. I'll, I'll tell you off air. Okay. Yeah. If only there was a device where we could look something up. Yeah. I'm oh, trying uh, to save this okay. off air so you can <laughs> move I'm the show. I'm saying off air. <laughs> you guys, this has been really fun. Uh, check out my other podcast, Childish. If you like what you're hearing, this show and Childish, um, tell your friends, subscribe, leave us a nice comment. It helps out the show so much. So thank you all for that. Uh, Patreon, as I mentioned, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. Uh, Jeff Fox is going to be the bonus guest this Yay. month. We're recording that Yay. in a couple of days. Super fun. 
Uh, and um, what else do I need to tell you? I'm on Cameo, cameo.com slash Allison Rosen. Renee, where might we find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Renee S. Culvert. Tugboat's there. See a lot of tugboat content. And then, you're never going to believe it, Kevin T. Porter was a guest on this week's Can I Pet what? Your Dog? Which means everybody at this table, except for Daniel, yeah. has been a guest. So we got to get you. Uh, oh, we got to get you. I don't know if Would I'm available. Do it? I want to see if you guys have the same uh, windy info. I want to see if you have the same psychological breakdown that I did where I said I can't get a dog because I don't deserve to be loved. (laughs) Oh my god! Did that really happen? I I got a little little bit, yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) Unfortunately. No, it was good. Kevin is... Second to none, and being like, "Hey, I know that this is a little bit of a fluffy podcast, but you want to get real." And then he finds a fun way to do it, and it was great. We had hey. the realest conversation we've ever had on the show. Is that true? Oh no, yeah, by far, Whoa. except for with Allison. When Allison, no, she's also oh, wow. no, I feel like I kept it pretty light, though, right? No, I didn't because I talked about Oliver a little bit, yeah. but but no, because when you were saying that that is what you talked about, I was thinking, wow, Renee, how did you handle that given that you're like, we're going to do 20 to 30 light dog minutes. Right. <laughs> Just light, light and breezy. But no, it was How it was many mi- human minutes is a dog minute? <laughs> Seven. So many. Yeah. Uh, but Kevin's real good about just like, well, you've been asking a lot of questions. How about my turn? ask you guys some questions and then it just turns into like this really interesting conversation. You can't, can't miss it. I you love can't turning the it. tables on the interviewer. It was fun. Uh, oh, you can find me at church every Sunday, 11 a.m. service. Get at me. Uh, and then you can also find me on Twitter at Daniel Tiger or my Finsta at Kevin T. Porter. Perfect. And uh, don't you want to plug? Oh, and good Christian fun. Christian pop culture podcast. Very fun. All of y'all should be on it. We all want to come on. Is that like, true? I want to come on. Can we all come I want. On? I want all y'all to come so on. Do, do it. Day? Do it. Can oh, we can do a family day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I pet your family? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a weird question. Daniel? Mm, you can find me at Daniel Quantz, Q-U-A-N-T-Z, on Twitter. And I'm going to start maybe, I don't know, maybe in October, uh, a drive to get everyone to unmute me on Twitter. So you guys can all hashtag unmute Quantz. <laughs> I don't know. I love that. Wait, when are you doing it? What month? I don't know. Maybe October. We'll oh, okay. See. It's for did, a good when did you give Movember yeah, for... a run for their money? November. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, follow me if you love hearing me. No, I don't even really. Wow, a lot of politics. A lot of uh. Okay, that's well, why he thinks he's been muted. Oh yeah, everyone's m- muted me. Oh, I like that. That tie dance was cool. That's a good reason. There's good stuff interspersed with political stuff. That Can I, I just rate good. every tweet you've ever done real quick <laughs> on a scale of one to ten? Let's do it. Get in there. Tony? I'm at Tony Thaxton on Twitter and Instagram and Bizarre Albums. New episodes every Tuesday. Excellent, you guys. Thank you so much. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? Good time.